0: Right, so here we are. We're back uh, doing Spanish. So it's gonna be anyway, it's like, I apologize. Uh, this isn't on purpose. How uh, mango my Spanish is gonna be here because it's been uh, a few. It's been since uh, March that I've done this, but uh, I'm gonna do my best uh, to tell a little story based on the Spanish words I tried to learn from this uh, episode 46, "Metastas News," the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. Uh, So Dijo sospechado is something a lot of people that listen to the show. They say, I was suspecting he said, uh, you know, scoots, I was saying, what does he say? And I was like, repente, like suddenly I realized that Dijo, he said, uh, caro puesta, car set. And I wondered if he was uh, talking about matchbox cars. Uno sitio, uno, uno solo, one place, one, he was talking about. And I, I, I said, maybe I'm listening into Scoots playing with Matchbox cars. And you were right, because that's what I was doing. I was sitting there, PNC, thinking, well, geez, if I'm going to design my own car lot and, you know, give it to, to my future hijo, my future son. And I owned a Matchbox car lot if for parking purposes, you know, be like not a grave, nothing serious. It's a week, nothing serious parking. And our parking would feature Logar dialogue. We say good afternoon. Welcome to a nothing serious parking. Uh, no, no Lohaga, do not do it. Uh, do not do it. We we don't you know don't do anything serious here. Ah uh, bear Swena, you see how it sounds uh and then they'd give me their car. I would park it. Lady, I told you, you know, nothing serious. Stay calm. We'll park your car. Kubrime ayuda, you know, help cover me. Uh, while I park your car, because I'll be back. You park in your car. If anybody pulls it, my my future son is not existing yet. Uh, they—they they, toman, they take—they never take me seriously. So then they usually they say "lindo sugesto." That was a cute gesture, scoots. And I'd say "ninguna." Any, any customers want to help me park cars? Uh, and it's raro pero venga. It's rare, uh, but they come. They come with their matchbox cars. All the kids in the neighborhood. Uh, Podia ser eso it could be that they, they heard I was the best matchbox car shiner in the world. And you might say, why? I'd say, well, Canal I, can I Cerebero, I uh, have channel brain. You know, some pathways are so well-worn, you know, I have a case of channel brain. Hablando, speaking isn't unprofessional. professional. Uh, some people, Tampoco Meten, uh, they also put it uh, to uh, uh, pereza, laziness. It's, it's never, I guess, because it's lazier to shine a matchbox car than a real car. Well, excuse me, uh, why don't you park your matchbox car right in frente, right in front, then. Uh, Yamismo, right now. You know, Fuerza, Hisiera the force did it. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll wax that car right now. Maldita sea, you know, no bad, no curse cursing while I do it. I'll do it with joy. Cause uh, socio yo que I associate this kind of work, uh, you know, with, with paygar pay. I don't get paid to uh to wax matchbox cars. Cause it's all little kids alcanza reaches uh, across, you know, across the nation. Kids are giving me the matchbox cars. And, you know, Bale Masque, so it's worth more than just money to me. Cause uh, not yet. There's no one else doing this. Maxbox, Maxbox car waxing and detailing. You know, there's matchback car, car washes, but they're for play. You know, they don't really do the kind of work I do. Yes, yeah, uh already I'm at the top of my game. Uh, Vecino, my neighbor brought some by. Uh, mucho, a lot of cars. And they, but they said the strangest thing to me, which gave me an idea. They said, Muy merecido gracias estufa. Because uh, they tipped me four cents. They said, Well, this, it was a, you know, a 12 year old. Well deserved. Thanks, stove. And I said, Is that my nickname, the stove? And they said, Dejado por si llamada. You know, I would have left if someone called me stove. And I said, Estufa. I like how that sounds. And I said, "Digame, tell me, does that what the kids uh, did?" And they were gone. And so I knew it's time to turn on my channel brain. You know, Egal Mente callados. It was like a, it's like a silent mind, my channel brain, where I, uh, you know, I just get in the zone. Iran, they were, you know, gone. All the customers were just waiting for me to wash their cars. All alone, donde la parabla. Where the word is, uh, the word is clean matchbox cars, uh, Yamas, never, you know, never give up, never surrender. And so I started waxing, you know, we're cleaning. First you wipe them down, SOS, that's step one. SACAR, then you take uh, uh, Mentros uh, uh, Tonto, both, uh, you take both sides of the car. You know, always take a mindset of, uh, propia, like you own the car and like your ganar plata, like, uh, you're earning money, uh, some Tito, the subject, uh, uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter like, uh, and you could start where you want, ruedas, you could start at the wheels or the tires, uh, you could set a, uh, a, a timbre, uh, becas, uh, uh, or timbre ba, like a bell that will ring, you know, when, when you think, or ring after you wash wash it. Uh, I like to, you know, I think my skill comes from uh, uh, Segun Locanto. According to, to, I sing it, I sing to the car. Uh, and, you know, when people are cercana nearby, uh, you know, they might stop and say, What's, who's singing to Matchbox Cars? And then someone says Scoots, and then someone says Claro okay, so yes. Of course it is, of course it is. Uh, but I'll tell you what, a man that sings to Matchbox Cars currently has no enemigos, you know, no enemies. You know, because they treat the cars like a baby, like they're a little baby. And sure, people say, I'm a burro, like a donkey singing and cleaning cars for free uh, otro lado odia, you know, the other side, uh, the, the matchbox car dirtiers, uh, they don't, they don't like it. Uh, but I don't care. You know, you know, que a me that, uh, Ben Garce, like, I don't have any reason to get back at them because, you know, tablero, I'm on board. Uh, it's like a hilera, like a row in a boat. Uh, I wash cars, uh, And, you know, I'll even clean up, you know, if I have to get paint, I'm not good at the painting part, uh, so I probably should hire somebody. You know, if there's a, a a letter on the car, it needs to be repaired. But this is no novedad, no novelty to me. And you might have some legitimate questions like, Tomanos Consigue, does this bigger size cost more money? And I would say, un pisa, you're on the track uh, to compete with me, it sounds like. Uh, Pongale suyo, uh, put yours, you know, but why don't you work with me? Put yours with mine. And, you know, uh, cuida, you know, treat your cars with good care. This is no truco, no trick. Uh, Because obivo... K.C. Uh, Salir, obviously, if I leave, you know, someone else is going to have to c- 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 clean the cars. You know, what a pity it would be if these cars weren't cleaned. Pues uh, Dijo, for he said, my kingdom for a clean matchbox car. A uh, acaban, you know, just one clean matchbox car. Okay, and who said that? The king once, uh. Alguna Duda, do you have any more questions about this matchbox car cleaning business? Oh, you're only four, Up, wait a irsa, you could leave your car and go then, oh, he forgot Sugoro his cap, uh asta la Proxima until next time uh, and when your car's clean, ya boy, ba i will i'll I'll go there, and as they say in the internet business, Subalo, I'll upload it, you know to your, your, your front door. And Sierra Testigos, I don't need any witnesses close by. You can trust me. Because uh, with me, I say, hey, cabales, rutina. There, there's no cr- routine cleaning of cars. Uh, you know, Camino, the path is clear. Yolojago, I do it. Uh, Despejando, clearing of the car. capazes it's what I'm able to do. Ninguno, any car. And why do I clean matchbox cars? At uh, Ktenyo honor, I have honor uh, in in doing it. In the hard work, uh, and when when I'm uh, dehando atrás requerden, you know, when I remember me, when I'm leaving behind this legacy of car cleaning. You know, me or me, look at me, uh, Yamato. It's called uh, one. Inform I report your car's done. It's cleaned. I took care of all the detalles, uh, the details, and roto Aber was broken uh, for everyone to see. And when the cars come in, I say, tenemos mucha hacer. I've got a lot to do. Adelante beconcito Allegra. It's freaking awesome, and I'm looking forward to being happy while I clean it. And some people would say "cafe Esperando bola." He was expecting a ball, and all he got was, a, you know, a clean car. But uh, a delay, you know. Tell, tell, tell everybody a I win because they clean matchbox cars. Right, thanks and good night. All right, so here we are back, uh, episode forty-six. It's, it's been a while since I've recorded. This is actually the first recording I'm gonna be doing. It's been about 12 weeks since I've recorded one of these. And believe it or not, it's like a little behind the scenes. So before the Game of Thrones ramp up started, you know, I was trying to get to the end of season. But it's that season four for American Breaking Bad. And I was trying to get through these episodes and I couldn't. Uh, so it's like I was furiously working, and, and I only made it till 26 minutes in. I'd taken notes of the first rewatch of Metastas News. So we're going to start here at 26 minutes. I couldn't find my old notes, but Netflix knew, because Netflix said, oh, we'll start at 26 minutes. So I thought that would be uh, fun. Uh, so 26 minutes, in Metastas, it opens with a bed. There's a picture of two boys. We see the letter board, and we know it's uh, Don... Uh, Salamanca's room. He's in a green sweater. Uh, Don is, I think, the Don. Walter's in his shower with a blue curtain. And then Walter asks, and then says, and I said, and this is on Spanish, so I'm not sure. No answer. Something word. Uh, then Killian Corrigan pulls up, oh, the guy, that guy that was the child of Killian Murphy and Billy Corrigan. He rolls in, he's looking around, he sees Don Salamanca's room, he sneaks in there. Also noticed Don Salamanca had some candles set up. He had a purple candle and a red candle. I don't know if they were scented. It looked like they were. Killian checks the room for bugs, you know, the listening bugs, not the bug bugs. Some other word, Eve. Oh, even and on Don Hector. He looks at his gold chain, even. And something is woe-need about it. Lacker Hector is no need about, oh, worried about it. A little bit like sometimes read my handwriting is a little bit like uh it's an in investigation. Hector's worried about it. All the bug checking, then he checks the whole room, he looks in the shower. Walt's in the room next door. Uh hiding. Uh but Killian rolls in the room next door, but he doesn't see Walt it was close call. Uh, Killian goes back to the room and Walt just rolls, runs right out of the whole hotel. Then we have Jose in some sort of police station with an investigator. He seems to clear Jose, question mark. Jose fidgets his hat. He calls Anton. What does that mean? Calls Anton. Oh, Andrea Uh, gets a taxi, but he gets picked up by somebody else. Uh, Killian. He's on the phone with Gus. Gus says no. Gus takes off his jacket. There's action tension music. Uh, Gus pulls up to the retirement home under guard. He gets the all clear. He calls. Gus goes to Hector. He's like, yo, what's up with the cops? And Gus is grilling him. And then Gus is like, huh, we're going to have to deal with this. And they lock eyes. And Hector rings his bell a few times. And it doesn't work, but then Gus figures it out, and it's a bell of goodbyes, and everyone, but Gus and Hector and Killian are all gone. They just all go to Belltown. Then Walt's all Heisenberg. He's listening to the radio. He finds out, and Jose's at the lab. He's working under guard. Walt busts in. He's like, Gustavo's out. And he says, let's get to work. They like totally redo the lab. They're very in sync. Uh, and we see even Gail's coffee maker. We say goodbye to that. All proud everything in the lab must go. Uh and then we see Walt waiting. He's waiting and waiting. He meets Jose on a roof. Jose's very sad. Uh, but it's not racing re- 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 some flower, and they shake hands. They say goodbye, and then we see Walt, who looks sad. Jose looks back. Walt cries when he's alone a little bit. Uh, then we're at Henry's and Maria's house. They're watching the news. Uh, Cielo gets a call from Walt. "I'm moving bien," he says. "I'm good." She tells him the news about Gustavo. And Cielo, this is my paraphrasing, Cielo wants to know if he did it. Walt smiles and says, oh, hell yeah, I did it. And then he drives out uh, to the Heisenberg uh, theme song. And then we see the Lily of the Valley, and then we see Gus's car, uh, and Walt glares at it. And that's how the episode ended. But, how, yeah, how do, well, Scoots, when you're mixing stuff up, how does the episode open? Well, it opens with Walt, uh, Walt's car. He grabs his pipe that he left on Gus's car. So I guess it was Gus's car. He waltz in a crisp black shirt. Uh, Margaret troubles. uh, Pegura on wall. Hmm. There's always some mysterious things I write. Margaret troubles Pegura on wall. I don't know what that means. Oh, magnet troubles and Margaret troubles. Uh, His magnet and his pipe got stuck to the uh, elevator. Oh, penguin on the wall. Yes, you see, stick with it. It comes, there's a giant penguin decal on the wall. Uh, Jose's waiting. Walt's mad. Uh, He's like, Gus knew everything. Walt also has a baby bag with his pipe in it. And Walt's all bent out of shape. He's like, what is with the the caps all up, though? And they're on Jose. Well, it's like, hey, what do you want? And they say, what's your name, bro? Uh, Atamos Volando. That's the name of the episode, Atomos Volando. And Jose leaves with them. Then the episode opens. And Jose's in an interview with the cops. They're asking him questions. One cop has a nice blue notebook. Racina. They're really grilling Jose. But he asks for his lawyer, so Bueno. Uh, so then we go to Saul's office. There's shredding going on with his uh, paralegal. There's the glass sounds, and Walt's trying to get in there. And she's like, what are you doing? And Walt says, you're not answering the phone, and the doors are locked. And then something happens. She's like, dude, you got to give me a bunch of money. This is the paralegal for Saul's phone number or location or something. And Walt doesn't have enough. She's, I think she wanted $5 million, uh Five million not American dollars, but uh and Walt's like, hold on, then he crawls back out the holy maiden the door, goes back to his house, calls his neighbor Rebecca. Uh she has to come in and check Walt's house. Walt sees at first I was like, Are those teens are bad guys and they're bad guys? They're leaving Walt's house, his phone rings, he gets the all clear from Rebecca Rolls into his house, grabs his cash. Those dudes are in his house, so. And Walt rolls out. The only thing that was confusing was I thought the money was in the basement uh, or some secret room, Walt discovered. But then he rolls out. He's in a room above his garage because he has to jump down off the side of the garage. So I said, was he upstairs or downstairs? And uh, then we're back with the cops and Jose. They're trying to wait Jose out, but he's joking around. Saul rolls in. He says, Is the cops calling Jose an idiot? Saul kicks him out. He says, Uh, adios, rivederche, hasta la vista, roof, roof. And then Saul's meeting with Walt about Hector. They're in some backyard with a dog in a treehouse, I think. And then Saul says something. Walt says, Claro, KS. Uh, About the connection with Hector and Gus. Old friends or old enemies. Then Walt rolls into Hector's room. He talks to him. He pulls up a chair. He says, I'm giving you an opportunity, Hector. And Hector's in his room with his robe. He rings his bell a ton. This is another scene. Nurse comes in. She asks what he wants. He wants his tablet. Couldn't tell. These are the letters I saw, but I totally had the system. E L E L. A Z M O R question mark. Then we see Gomez. He's not in a fleece, but he's in a vest. It's a puffy vest, Uh, like not down, but the uh, like a down vest without down. His collar was up too. So I said he's getting uh, pretty happy. Uh, Henry in uh, need. Grace uh, notices. Oh, Henry in neck brace notices. some motor, he's like, check this out, uh, Gomez. Uh, too much electrical power, una, una pista.
1: Uh, but Gomez has
0: new news, something about Hector Salamanca. Maria's worried. She was looked like she was reading a mini dictionary at the time. Then they all talk about Hector Salamanca. Then we have Henry, Hector, and all the cops. He spells out some word like C U C H U O P A. Stares at Henry as uh, some swear word. He was messing with them? Question mark I put. Then he stares at Henry as he's getting in the elevator. Winks and laughs, and then we have Killian. He seems to sees uh, Don Hector leaving the police station. He calls Gus with the problem. He says, "Yo, Hector's with the cops." And then that leads actually the Hector and the cops that leads into the beginning of the episode. So that's it for the Metastas news, and now we'll talk about Breaking Bad. All right, here we are, episode four, season four, episode thirteen, Face Off, uh, and it starts in the basement uh, car, car, parking lot. Walt's running. He goes under Gus's car. He grabs a he grabs some kind of pipe, and I said, "I know Walt was a choker, uh, and he has a diaper bag." And Walt's holding it tight. We see Jesse, he's sitting, uh, we see Walt's diaper bag is magnetized. It gets stuck to uh, the side of the elevator. Uh, Walt's mad. He's in a very green shirt, a checkered shirt. Uh, Both him and Jesse are uh, kind of arguing. Like, Walt's like, geez, Jesse, would you tip Walt, uh, Gus off? Uh, and Jesse's like, dude, what are you doing with a pipe in a diaper bag? Uh, you know, this, is not, this is a hospital. And uh, Walt's like, what am I supposed to You know, this is a very typical, but a little more intense, uh, their agitation. Walt's like, i got to find Gus so I can, you know, talk to him about some stuff. Uh, what's one place I could find him? And we have a call for it because, like, every place has a camera. It goes, in one place, Jesse, think, uh, you got to figure it out. And Jesse doesn't know. Then these two cops roll up. Uh, Jesse looked pretty much ready to uh, cry. And the cops are like, hey, we want to talk to you, Jesse Pinkman. And Walt's like, uh, I'm sorry, who who are you? And they're like, sorry, you know, what's your name? And Walt's like, oh, excuse me, sorry, never mind. And Jesse's like, is this official questioning? Or, and they're like, oh, no, no, we're your friends, don't worry. Uh, when they walk off, the episode opens. Then Jesse's in the capster in like an interview room, out of focus, kind of through some wire mesh. And they're grilling Jesse about how did he know uh, how to take care of Brock so good. And they're all in his case. And Jesse's like, you know what, I watch a house. You know that show House, I, I watch it a lot. Or maybe, and He's like, I also I watch the Discovery Channel. Did you, guys, did you guys love Shark Week as much as I do? Because you know what they say out on the streets of ABQ is Pinkman loves Shark Week. And Jesse says, sometimes your brain just makes these connections. And then the, he's like, I got to get out of here. And then they're like, well, you can't really leave. Uh, we're talking. And Jesse's like, well, maybe I'll call my lawyer. And then they're back and forth, uh, adversarial, blah, blah, blah. And they, they're kind of being rude to Jesse. And Jesse says, Saul Goodman, that's my guy. So am I going to call him or are you? Uh, then we have Saul's office. The phone's ringing. Uh, Saul's paralegals uh, shredding things. There's knocking. Can't read that word. Something. Oh, knocking harder. Walt bro- bro- broke in. He's bent out of shape. And this was a great scene because the paralegal really gives it to Walt. Walt says, hey. "She's like, why'd you break in here?" He's like, "I need to talk to Saul." And he goes, "Well, you could answer the phone or the door." And he goes, you know, where she is? you know where he is? I need his number. And she goes, let me explain something to you. And he goes, me and Jesse are in trouble. And she goes, whoop do Uh, Why do you think he's not here? Because uh, he goes, what are you, the two idiots back in, in trouble? Uh, and she goes, and then you just bust in here? And he goes, okay. And she goes, you are a pain in my butt, buddy. And I'm going to lose my job because of you. And I was getting ready to leave, and now you broke the door. So now i got to make sure the door is fixed. And uh, then Walt's like, oh, I'll pay for it. Here's 1700 bucks. That could, should cover it. Now I apologize profusely, he says. And she's like, it's going to be more than $1,700. And Walt's like, really? And he's like, R-, she's like, really? She goes, about 20000 bucks." And then Walt complains. She's like, okay, twenty five and then Walt's like, oh, okay. Um, also, she had a nice paisley blouse on, I noticed. Uh, and then Walt has to fumble back out. It's hilarious. And he races home. He scouts out his house. He calls information. That was something people used to do before Google. And he asks for Becky J's phone number, his neighbor. And he's like, hey, Becky, my junior left the stove on. Can you go in there and uh, check on the stove of my house? He goes, oh, yeah, you're a lifesaver. I'll await your call. And then Walt watches her kind of go in to his house. You know, typical Walt, sends somebody else in. Uh, Becky also has, uh, she has a cane, but she's a fast mover. She was moving fast. Walt sees some guys on the side of his house. Uh, but Becky calls back. First, Walk was worried, but then Becky calls back. and goes, oh, that's a relief. She's like, the stove's off. So then Walt goes over his back fence, goes through his sliding glass door, goes into the crawl space. He sees some shadows, so he crawls back out uh, through the into the crawl space, uh, he crawls under his house, then back out and over the fence uh, and limps away. Uh, then we have Jesse with the cops, and he's like, uh, he's uh, they're they're still grilling him. He's like, what you? he goes, well, you two just won't give up. Uh, and then that's what, uh, then that's when Saul shows up, and like, oh, Jesse says, yeah, a couple of detectives, a couple of dicks, and they're like, oh, he's a wordsmith. Uh, and then Bob Odenkirk, really, he goes, okay, make like you got manners, like you respect the law. Au, re, au revoir. Au re, how do you say au revoir? Au revoir. Au revoir. a Zane. Hasta luego. Get out of here. Bye bye. And then they leave, and then saws all bent at Jesse. And he, Jesse like, You did get me out of here? He goes, No, no. This is going to take a little while, but you're better off in here. And Jesse's like, Well, how's Walt doing? He goes, he's, he's okay, like fruit fly, okay. He goes, we're on the clock here. And he goes, why are you be sticking your wings in a hornet's nest? Uh, and he goes, I came here for information on, you know, Gus, where he's going to be. And Jesse says, I've been thinking. And, and, so like, and he goes, Casa Tranquila, it's an old folks home. And he goes, we used to visit Tio Salamanca there. And then he says, okay, it doesn't ring a bell. And then he's like, actually that's funny because he does ring a bell. And so I think Jesse has been thinking, I forget what that says. I didn't put a joke there. And then we have uh Walton uh Walton Gus talking about or Walton uh uh Walton Saul talking uh T O Salamanca uh Maybe that's when the bell thing comes up. Uh, oh, yeah, that's when the bell joke comes up. He actually has to ring a bell. And then Will says, yes, I know. And then they say, well, jeez, Gus goes to bring, what's the big deal? He goes to visit him. He goes, that's not helpful. He goes, I can't just sit around the nursing home waiting for a visit. It's not like they're even friends. And he goes, yeah, Jesse says he did not think he liked him. Like he was giving him bad news or something. And then the light goes off over Walt's leg. He goes, oh, they're not friends. They don't like each other. And then we have a bingo game, and it's pretty good. There's a lot of good bingo jokes. I love bingo jokes myself. I think I told this. I used to volunteer when I lived in L.A., East L.A. I volunteered at the Anthony Quinn Public Library, and I would read like a summer reading program. I guess it was like a you know drop-in program for kids. I did the bingo and I would, you know, I crushed the jokes there with the kids. I mean, they were little kids. like. Uh, but this was uh, me, I guess, me and, uh, you know, the very Breaking Bad team. And they better call Saul's bingo jokes, too. So, you know, it was a great, great bingo jokes. Uh, you know, so, so they had some good ones. Except one says it's a cover-all game and the next sh- a whole shamole or something. Uh, is B number three, like Goldilocks and the Three Bears? Uh, and then o, 074. I mean, I like B4, like when B4 comes up, I, you know, look before you leap. You know, I think they, they even did that on, but that, you know, it's kind of an easy joke, but it's still good. Just because it's easy doesn't mean it's not like you can't get material out of it. Uh, so there's bingo chatter, Walt rolls in, Teo's sitting there, he's watching Big Joe on the TV, which was like a, what do you call that, a Squeeze back show, accordion show. Uh, T.O. scowls at Walt, uh, Walt makes him an offer, he says, you know, I have an opportunity for you. Uh, and then we have T.O. in his room, he does a bunch of bell ringing, and a really nice nurse comes in, but then she's really demeaning to him, she goes, oh, do you have to poopy? Uh, she had lime green pants on. I also noticed that. And, and then they figure out, they go through his uh, chart uh, to communicate, and then it ends up he says, D-E-A. And she's still demeaning. She goes, I don't think that's a word, Mr. Salamon, uh, D-E-A. She says, dear, deal? She goes, dia isn't a word. And then we show Walt watching uh, kind of Casa Tranquil in time-lapse, uh, No cops, uh, sleep phone. What does that mean? No cops, he sleeps, the phone rings, uh, and junior calls, all annoyed. I'm trying to tell Walt to take stuff seriously, and then Marie's worried, and Uncle Hank, and uh, Marie wants to get on the phone with Walt. uh, And Walt says, I'm not on anyone's radar or You don't have to worry about it. Uh, and we see Hank, he's in a neck brace. He's caught up on the computer. Uh, Steve Gomez rolls in in a shirt and a tie. And Hank shows him these 72 amp panels. He's like, that's too much power for, uh, he goes, there's two of them. It's too much power for a laundry. And uh, Steve Gomez has a good line. He goes, what are you, Thomas Edison? And they, I mean, they crushed me. And then Hank goes dead. But he goes, no, I asked a bunch of electricians on these Internet chat rooms. Uh, freaking Internet, you can find anything on it. And he goes, let's go check it out. And then Steve says, we actually got this other lead. Uh, Tio Salamanca wants to talk to you. Only you, only in person. Of course, Marie, who has the best gut on the show as far as, like, uh, She's been right so many times. She knows something's up. She doesn't know what's up, but she's wrong. But she's right that something's up. Uh, But Hank doesn't care. He rolls into the office, but uh, he had a retro bowling shirt on. But Tio just cracks a joke. He says he wastes all their time. There's about 30 people in the meeting, and he says, S-U-C-K-M-Y. And they say, Jesus, what is he? And then Hank says, yeah, thanks, I can spell. And then he tries one more time, and Hector's like so happy, Tio Salamanca, that he's annoying Hank. He goes, "Yeah, we got it." Uh, And the nurse is like, "I'm so sorry." Then they're on, and like Hector winks at uh, um, Hank. Then we see Gus's guy. um, Shoot, I forgot his name. Uh, It'll come to me. We we may have a problem. He calls. uh, He says. uh, He's at the police station. Gus is at work. There's a fun run poster in the background. And he's like, you know, Tia Salamanca just left the uh, police station. And uh, then we see Nurse, uh, she's mad at Hector. And we see Walt in a room. He goes into uh, Tia's room. He says, any second thoughts? And Tia's like, you know, and they said, let's get to work. Uh, then Tyrus rolls up an Oldsmobile. Let's uh, Gus this guy. Really good. Breaking, breaking Bad has some of the best sound design. So there's this great. There's flags in the wind. And there's that great clanking sound that flags make when the uh, the the brass part of the clamp in the string hit the flagpole. One of the great sounds in the world. I'm not kidding either. And uh, let's see. He smiles. He's uh, at a woman as he walks down the hall. Tyrus. He checks the room for bugs. Uh, checks the bathroom. Hector fidgets. He's nervous. He's looking out the window. And Walt's hiding like in a super tan woman. He's in front of her window. She just keeps keeps saying hi to him. It looks like the woman from something about Mary. It felt like it had to be like an inside joke or something. Uh, then Walt rolls, uh, he rolls out to Casa tranquils dumpster and then gets out of there. Then Pinkman gets released from uh, jail, tries to catch a cab, calls Andrea. And then Gus is at his office. And uh, Tyrus is like, I got every place, I got this place under control. It's just a uh, T.O. And Gus is like, I'm on my way. He's like, no, 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 we'll take care of it, boss. And uh, Gus says, "No, I. This is my business. I'll take care of it." And we just see this chess match is unfolding, and it's Walter. It's the lead of the chess match. You know, we see Gus with his cameras, a two hundred count cutlery pack uh, in Gus's office, so he keeps extra storage there. Takes his tie off. base is pumping. And Gus is in the passenger seat of his car, staring, sitting. Is he sad? Is he scared? His eyes are glassy. He gets a call. It's all clear. He takes a deep breath. He's dressed up. He's in a blazer, black, sa- black slacks with a shirt and a tie, kind of a blue checkered plaid, no, navy plaid, but a nice navy plaid. He does a slow walk. Into Casa Tranquilo. There's a wonderful music. Uh, then he goes into uh, Tio's room and it just goes back to the bass. And he's kind of like, Jeez, what, what a reputation you're going to leave behind, Tio. And he goes, it's your last chance to look at me. And uh, there's a slow drag. Oh, Gus drags a chair over so slowly. He frowns and sits down. This is before the dialogue. Uh, Tyrus is mixing up cocktails in the back. uh, And then, yeah, Gus demands eye contact. uh, And then Hector's face, as he goes for eye contact, his face goes from sad to furious. And then Gus tries to put his tie up for the last time. He says, I'm done wearing a tie. Goodbye, Albuquerque. Then we have Walt at the airport parking lot listening to the radio. And he grimaces and he drives. He was listening to Coyote 102.5. And the next songs are going to be by Aerosmith and Death Leopard. Coming up on Coyote 102.5, Albuquerque's Real Rock. Then we see a canister of c 2 h four O two, And Jesse's prepping and cooking. Uh, He's under guard. Um... And he does the next step, though. The guard's like, next step, CO2, do it. And then the doorbell rings. Walt's in the freight elevator. Uh, Jesse's sh surprised to see Walt. Uh, Walt has his Heisenberg look on as he kind of breaks the news to Jesse. He goes, hey, we don't work for Gus anymore, but we have work to do. And it's a great scene. Uh, around 40, oh, no, that's the end of the scene. Is it 43 minutes? But they're in total sync here. Really fun scene, great guitar, flamenco music, and they take the lab out. Uh, F and B pants, super cool look. So as they leave the lab uh, and they walk out in sync, uh, it's just a great scene. Then we see Waltz uh, against the dusk sky is back. Something, oh, at the garage again. Jesse comes out, he's like, oh, I got great news on Barack, he's fine. And there's a hazy sun. And both Jesse and Walt are like, thank God it wasn't the rice, you know, we we don't want a white rice allergy. And then Walt uh, is all surprised about Lily of the Valley. He's all acting. And then Jesse's like, so Gus didn't do anything, huh? But still, he had to—he had to leave Albuquerque. Like darn right he did. And then there's like a two shot, at like the two two of them from the side, this shot of like a of you know camera shot of them against the sky, and it's like this slow. Uh, loving but awkward handshake. I didn't write down the time, but after 43 minutes at some point. If you turn this episode on at 40, well, I guess it depends on what you want to see, but uh, yeah. Yeah, there's this long holding handshake and Walt wipes his eyes. He's breathing. Jesse leaves. He could, Walt calls Skylar and say, hey, how are you? Or maybe Skylar said that because Walt says, uh, I'm doing quite well i'm good and then says, "Have you seen the news and well he says oh you know oh boy and she goes wait well do you know did you did you see the news or not and Walt goes it's all over you know everything's going to be okay and she goes well what happened were were you involved and uh, walt says i won uh, I won. He said it very croaky. I had to listen. I thought it was like when I was rewatching. I was like, oh, is it going to be? But it was very croaky and quiet. So I had to re-listen to it. And then there's, uh, what does that say? Shook shots. Then there's Happy Music. Walt rolls out of the garage. He stops and looks at Gus's car. He glares at the uh, Hermanos air freshener. And the music, uh, it's uh, the song Black by Nora Jones. Actually, hold on, I'm going to look up the lyrics. Yeah, it's uh, Black by Nora Jones and Danger Mouse. We touched the walls of the city streets, uh, dead and plain. Sadly showed us our ways of never asking why. Cast down, it was heaven sent. In turn, to the church, no intent to repent on my knees, just to cry. Until you travel that place, you can't come back. Remember, until you travel that place, you can't come back. Remember that, where the last painting's gone and all that's left is black. And I, this isn't the first time the song's played. I just don't have the notes in front of me. Grey Knights, he's coming to me. And someday they'll punish my deeds and they'll find all the crimes. Uh, but then they ask when they're going to see them Then they gonna ask to feel the ghosts, the walls, the dreams. Well, I've got mine. At last those coming came, but they never looked back. With the blinding stars in their eyes, but all they saw was black. Fooling them, hoping to seem like a slave of evil, but the product of greed, and it's not a mass, so be honest with me. We can't afford to ignore that I'm the disease. Talk about subtext, holy moly. Uh, practical sense we had to be. And when they were old, they came back to me, and they tried, oh, they tried. And when you follow through and wind up on your back, looking up at those stars in the sky, those white clouds have turned it black. It says the songwriters are uh, Brian Joseph Burton and Danielle Loopy, L-U-P-P-I. So that's some serious, and that was the end of season four uh quite a, quite a close uh, excellent